I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Happy Halloween. It is a Tuesday edition of The Bottom Line. You've got us on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. We are live from the first United Bank studio with you for three full hours. You can reach us in two different ways. You can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973. I'll tell you what, if you call that number, Lucas will tell you the spookiest story he knows. Know what I'm saying? Uh, you can also hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, reactions, all of that welcome there. Uh, take us anywhere with the mobile app. It's brought to you by Happy State Bank. We're also streaming live on Fox 34 News Now and on YouTube. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We put up all sorts of stuff over there. Clint Scott, Chris Need, Lucas White, Landon Parrish. <clears throat> I guess I should do this with your costume, so I'm going to change this up if that's all right <clears throat> yo coach prime what's up what's up sneed you look you look fantastic i want to answer any questions <laughs> unless you address me coach prime <laughs> Co- coach prime uh <laughs> how would you say your uh, seasons going you still feel like that luggage is louis i feel like a deer with a hundred hunters after me man How would you describe your uh, offensive line? Seemed like a a few days ago you were talking about just a complete haul, a rehaul because uh, your your son keeps getting beat up in the backfield. I don't care what they say about me when I'm through with sports. I don't want to be known as anything else in life except a great father. <laughs> you look over at the uh, Big Twelve, which uh, you know presumably you'll be a part of next year uh and it is wide open some would say average what do you think colorado's chances are next year with your squad i expect to be great i expect to do what hasn't been done i expect to provoke change when you say things that haven't been done what do you mean whenever you make a promise you have a responsibility to that promise so the responsibility to the promise and like actually living up to those standards, is that the thing that's going to be different? If you don't believe in yourself, <laughs> how will somebody else believe in you? You think your players uh, believe right now? If you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. If you play good, then they pay you good. Would you say you're playing good though right now? Confidence is my natural odor. <laughs> Is that something you can uh, sell? Is that bottled? If your dream ain't bigger than you, <laughs> then this is a problem with your dream. All right, we'll, we'll ask more questions to Coach Prime here in just a moment. Fellas in the I back. I would do this for free as long as you're doing it for free. <laughs> See, that's perfect because as soon as I shift the focus over there, then the anger comes. Uh, you guys look great, too. Now, this is a punishment for you, Lucas, right? It is, yes. Mm-hmm. But I've spun it around. I'm actually kind of digging it now. So, well, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I mean, any other day, you're like, what is that fool doing over there? But Halloween, I think you have done this perfectly. Uh, also have a man who should be in the booth, Matt Canada, with Landon Parrish. Yeah, you only have three questions, then I've got to punt it to the next guy. <laughs> hey, who's better? Does it matter if it's Kenny Pickett or Trubisky? Uh, I, I prefer whichever person gets it in the end zone the least. Uh, and so far, that has proven to be Mitchell Trubisky. So uh, I'd like to see him out there on Thursday night throwing the ball to the other team. Mm, okay. Uh, hey, this will be fun. Get your questions in for Coach Prime on the 8th Flooring Center chat line, by the way. Already a couple uh, that have uh, come in. Uh, 
first. Here you go. Uh, from Steven. Coach Prime, any truth to the rumor of lawsuits against you after the season's end? I always wanted to make sure that my parents didn't have to work for anything the rest of their lives. Uh-huh. Ain't no truth to that. Ain't no truth to that. Uh, here we go. Does Prime give a dern? I didn't say bought in. I never used the word bought. Because they think that we are selling something. They believe. They believe. You know, there was a call it a kerfuffle, Coach Prime, a few weeks ago when you guys got slaughtered by Oregon. Uh, and Dan Lanning over there had his eyes all sorts of pumped up. You saw the pregame and the uh, halftime kind of rile up speech. The, hey, they care about social media, we care about wins. Are you sad you won't have them as an opponent in the future? What separates us, I'm talking about Hall of Famers, is that we expect to be great. You're not really answering the question there, Coach Prime. I just, uh, you know, <laughs> you want to face Oregon again? Is there some anger? Maybe some competitive fire? People say there's no I in team. <laughs> well, there ain't. But there is an I in win. Also an I in ain't. You know, for doing the spelling. Uh, this. From Christo Sneed. Can you mime like Coach Prime? <laughs> what you talking about, man? Uh, this on the chat line. Wait. He's not started each question with Coach Prime. LOL. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. I, I That's on me. I've messed up. Uh, what's the spooky story number again? Well, that Visual Edge IT hotline number is 806-771-0973. Uh, Coach Prime, what's the scariest thing you could think of for your program? USC on the schedule 12 times. <laughs> Uh, you know, we, we go to uh, your upcoming schedule for Colorado. We mentioned it hasn't exactly, you know, it, st- it started to fall off a little bit there, Coach Prime. You know, you look at some of the tough teams that you still have left on the slate. You know, Oregon State coming up next. Who do you feel the most confident against? Is it Arizona? Because they're playing pretty well. You're at Washington State. You're at Utah to end it. Do you have one you feel the most confident uh, in to get to win number five? You're going to need two to get to that bowl game. I feel confident. I feel confident in the Arizona game. Yeah? I feel confident in the Washington State game. It's probably fair. You think you I get- feel confident in the Utah game. They put it on a schedule, so we're going to play it. Now what I'm saying? No, I'm saying, you know, how do you Thanks, conf- Scotty. confident against uh, Oregon State this week? I feel confident against the Beavers. I'm confident about everybody, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of confidence flowing through. Sir, uh, confidence is my natural order. Get your uh, Coach Prime questions in. Get your Matt Canada questions in. Get your Scotty P questions in. We'll take them all. Hey, Coach Prime, I went ahead and brought my playbook. If you want to look it over, I might be looking for a new job soon. Um, I've got it right here for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you uh, can you add offensive linemen? I can do whatever you want, mm, except okay. score. It's the bottom line, 100.7, the score. Back with more next. Getting to the point. But taking the scenic route to get there, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is the fastest growing game show in the world. 
take versus take on Tuesdays. Of course, we played at 12-15. And you do have the bottom line of 100.7. The score your competitors today. Myself against Coach Prime. You feeling a, a win coming on today, Coach Prime? I always feel a win. <laughs> Which means uh, Lucas has the question, Scotty P style. Uh, if you would like to see him, what he looks like today, I put the Twitter link to our double T page that has been posted. Uh, I mean, just just nails it. It almost looks too natural on you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, take that as a compliment. Absolutely. Uh, Landon behind the glass as well with moral support. Lucas, the floor is yours. So, obviously, you're going to have a lot of kids trick-or-treating tonight. What is the most important rule a parent should tell their child before going out tonight? Um... Make sure that if you're if you're like sending them out and you know they're at the age where you're not going with them as the parent. Uh, rule number one: This isn't like a safety thing, but if the porch light is off, don't ring the freaking doorbell. <laughs> they do one. They do not have candy. They're not gonna have anything to give to you. And if they do answer the door, you're gonna have a very grumpy adult. Probably saying Dern and bull junk towards you. Yes, a light off, no knocky. You know Coach Prime loves kids. <laughs> but Coach Prime don't want to answer the door. 700 kids. Coach Prime going to put one big bowl of candy out there on his front porch. When you come up to my door, you take one piece of candy. Don't empty that bowl into your bag and take off and abscond with my candy. I will come after you, and I will snatch a knot, snatch a knot in your ass. One piece, just one piece. Break a, a foot off in your. No, I didn't say break a foot off. I said I'll snatch a knot. I'll snatch a knot, and it'll, it'll be the good one too. I'll snatch a knot. Man, both of those are good. But I'm going to have to go with Clint's just because I feel like it's really hard to enforce that one candy policy at a bowl just sitting out it on your front porch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Putting you on my list, man. Keeping receipts, man. <laughs> yeah. Keeping receipts. Uh, we'll get into that receipt list. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm keeping receipts. Yes. What is the best, in your personal opinion, best scary slash Halloween movie that you've seen. Doesn't have to be actually scary, but the one that you liked the most. Oh. Coach Prime don't like to be scared. Like I said, scary for me. That's USC 12 times on your schedule. <laughs> Followed by a scrimmage with Oregon. Maybe Stanford second half. I'm just going to say Stanford second half. I saw it in person. I went home. You don't actually like scary movies, right? At all? Coach Prime don't like scary movies, man. <laughs> um, you know, I'll, I'll go with a classic. My personal favorite uh, is Poltergeist. Um, I think it's got a great mixture of like when I was a kid it actually scared me if you like watch it now And you hadn't seen it uh, When it first came out or as a kid it's not gonna scare you right it's gonna be cheesy But it's got the perfect mix of things that I love about a scary movie because I I laugh at like this house is clear I laugh at that lady uh, and then there's actual Clint. scary things with like Clint. the clown underneath the bed and like, Clint. like all of that stuff Poltergeist is a classic Clint, listen to me. It's a standard setter. Listen to me. Listen to me why do people gotta? Why do people gotta let that girl touch the TV, man? <laughs> yeah, that like, yeah, there. It's here. the TV. The TV is so channel many quotes eight. from it's Poltergeist. All fuzzy. Change the channel. <laughs> change the channel. Uh, um, mom, mom, dad, dad. Girls dad. on that channel eight. Put the TV on thirteen. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll go Poltergeist. I'll go a classic. No. 
I think Stanford's a pretty scary, scary movie. So I'm going to give it Coach Prime on this one. Mm. So, final question. Mm. Best costume you've ever seen that has been made. Not store-bought, but best costume that you've seen made. It could be a, an adult, it could be a child, but some creativity points here with the best costume you've seen that it was not store-bought. Ooh. Wasn't store-bought. It's going to be tough because there's one that I'm thinking of that I'll try to give it the best effect that I can. Can I use it if it was mine? Sure. If it was man-made. Because I was, I was like, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And it wasn't for me. It was like what my mom did. Because kudos to her because she put so much work into making me look like, like it wasn't a pun or anything. I just like, I want to be a robot. It was one of those years as a kid, like, I want to be a robot. And so she got like the, the like a bunch of like washing machine parts, spray painted boxes, like was there with a ruler making it crisp and clean and uh, the little vent part, little vent hose. I had those for arms and stuff. Little like TV antenna, like she went all out to make me look like a robot and it was more of like awesome parent moment because she could have just I, one either gone and just got like a store one that probably would have been the same price after like getting all the like supplies and things but no she was like I'm going to make and I also won a bunch of candy with my costume and so it was more of like awesome parent moment turning me into a robot and going like above and beyond and so, like, if you're a parent that does that, I can't imagine, because I wouldn't have done that. But she did. How old were you? I uh, was, that should have been my third grade year. Second or third grade. Yeah. Scotty B, you're going to have to give the point to Clint, because I'm not even allowed to tell you about the best costume I've ever seen. Because at best, on its best day, it would be PG-13. But the best costume I ever seen <laughs> was a girl who dressed herself up like Monica Lewinsky's blue dress. Oh no! I think you know what I'm saying. Oh, if you know, I you know. <laughs> oh, no. Let's just say, let's just say, it was accurate. Oh my goodness! I appreciate that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I will give it to Clint, but that does put a good, I don't know, that's not a good word, uh, picture in my head. So, yeah. <laughs> so Clint is the winner yes. of today's Halloween edition of Take versus Take. Halloween Take versus Take belt over here. This is nicer than I thought it would be. Th these things are heavier than what you would think. Man. I think you got UCLA'd there, Coach Prime. I know it, man. <laughs> uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Oh, I think uh, we, we found our listener league loser this week, Coach Prime. Ojefe says uh, Coach Prime needs to give some encouragement to Shelly. She pulled off a Colorado-type loss this week in the listener league. Mm. Mm. What would you say to... Uh, Colorado type loss being used as descriptions <laughs> and trash talk towards uh you know friends or foes or whatever it may be. You know I don't know, man. You don't go from a Yugo to a Benz and then back to a Yugo. <laughs> We're gonna get into your receipt list over there when we come back, cause I am. Uh, I got my receipts. I'm very. I got receipts, man. Curious, Lucas, sir. I'm keeping receipts. Lucas has made it on there, so you're adding. Mm -hmm. it's great. It's like I'm, Ryan I'm, from I'm the always office. keeping receipts, man. Always keeping receipts. Got my list right here, man. 
It's a important list right here. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not longer. It's the bottom line 100.7, the score. It's the first edition. <laughs>It's a Halloween edition of The Bottom Line. Thanks for joining us here on a Tuesday. You've got us on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. One more for our number one. Uh, our number two of three coming up next in 15 minutes. I've uh, got plenty to do here in this year's final 10 minutes of our number one. We'll start off with a Halloween edition of Kaylee's Dailies. <laughs> It's hard to see this uh, behind as many shades that are in this room. <laughs> Read the eyes. Look at me. <laughs> Coach Prime. Matt Clint. Canada. Scotty P. Uh, Kaylee says... <clears throat> Happy Halloween, the bottom line listeners. Last year, I talked about Halloween-based animals such as the Halloween snake and the Halloween crab. But this year, I thought it'd be fun to bring some frightening facts about the animals that Viking and Captain Sneederoo fear. You didn't even have to tell her. You didn't even have to tell her. I, I, I did, clearly, but you didn't have to. Uh, for as long as I can remember, my father has feared spiders. Says a sentiment she shares with you. Uh, we mostly dealt with brown recluses and the occasional black widow that wandered into our house, but it would truly be a horrifying experience if the world's largest spider were to wander in. Mm. Any guesses? Is it a T word? It is. It is <laughs> the Goliath bird eater. Tarantula. Mm. This gigantic arachnid, horse name, is found in South America and have been measured up to uh, nine and a half inches. Close, a foot long. Oof. Even bigger. And having the circumference size of a dinner plate. Oof. Yeah, let that wander around in your mental space. Mr. Clint Scott has expressed a fear in crocodilian reptiles. I believe the wording I used was healthy respect. And irrational fear. For good reason, as these are living dinosaurs with killer instincts. There is actually a crocodile living in East Africa that has racked up the most fatal attacks on humans with over 200 recorded fatalities. This Nile crocodile is known as Gustav. <laughs> Why would we name it? And had been seen in the country of Burundi. Gustav had never been captured, and it is unknown why he has racked up so many kills. Because he can. Because he can. That's why. It is known that he does not always consume his victims, but more likely he goes after people that enter his territory since it is a popular fishing spot. Gustav has no official age or weight, but it's been estimated that he is approximately 60 years old and weighs nearly 2,000 pounds. Healthy respect. Why in the heck would you get anywhere near that thing yeah why would you name it gustav as well why not like <laughs> terrifying death eater or something a, gustav sounds you, like a like a if if i knew that 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 dude was within a mile of me i wouldn't go near that gustav sounds like he's about to invite you to a dinner party the problem is is you are the dinner at the dinner party like and oh, maybe that's not. why it's gustav and how he's about inviting this? you to the dinner Plate size <laughs> spider <laughs> human. <laughs> a foot long. Oh my gosh. And Dang. I would assume it's probably one of those like, oh, you know, it's it's more scared of you than you are of it. Oh, no, I, no, no. Does Coach Prime care? That thing. That, 
Did she call that a bird eater? A bird eater. A Goliath bird eater. It's an arachnid eating a bird. Coach Prime. I had a textbook in elementary school that had a photo of a Goliath bird eating tarantula. Terrified of looking at that, at that picture. <laughs> I always skipped that page whenever I had to study. And Same. Couldn't even look at it. Same. I, I'd look it up over here, but I think Coach Prime would wrap up his hour a little quicker. Nope. <laughs> Planned. Nope. <laughs> Schedule. Hey, I've I've said that because I know people on the text line think they're funny, and I'm and I'm and I want to dip out of Coach Prime back to Sneed real quick. <laughs> He's got serious as soon as the arachnid got brought up. For real though, for real though, I mean that is a friendship ender right there for me. I've told people there's one thing in the world you cannot uh-huh. mess with me on. That is spiders. That's like way and, past the receipt. Huh? Yeah, that is yeah. I mean, oh, gosh. yeah. I mean, when we did this, we we did something like this when me and guests were doing the morning drive, and one of my saddle tramps, one of my saddle tramps, sent a giant spider deal to my Facebook page. I unfriended him that day, and I never spoke to that guy again. His name was Walker Cleveland. Never spoke to him again. Walker. Never. That was that was ten plus years ago. We have not spoken to this day. That is a friendship ender. I don't care how cool we are. I'll never speak to you again. Walker Cleveland sounds like the name of like Gustav's cousin or something. And he was a good dude. He was one of the, he was one of my favorite tramps, man. But I I put him on do not do not respond mm-hmm. ever Trade again him for a, a bag of candy corn. No, oh yeah, good memory. <laughs> uh, this on the Yates Boring Center chat line. Uh, does Coach Prime still believe we coming? Oh, we coming, we coming. <laughs> uh, El Jefe asks. Uh, can Coach Prime beat Bullfighter in a foul pole race? Hell yeah! <laughs> With eight toes on my walker! Uh, let's come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Listen to me. Listen to me. Water covers two-thirds of the earth. I cover the rest. There you go. Yeah. Ain't no way no bullfighter... Is going to run, outrun Coach Prime. Uh, Ain't no way. We have a, a request for a Prime Jiminy Sakes. Jiminy Sakes. Jiminy Sakes. Uh, this on the Eighth Boring Center chat line. Uh, <laughs> Coach Prime, did God call you to four and eight? <laughs> Man, time is a wonderful storyteller. Give me some time. Mm -hmm. I'm coming. I'm coming. Look Uh, at me. Look at me. Look at me. Mac Canada, look at me. (laughs) Scotty B, look at me. I'm coming. I'm coming. Where would you uh, place yourself with the uh, ladder of Big 12 coaches when you get there? You know, Bill Belichick is the best professional football coach I think ever lived. And I'm upset. I played for a plethora of teams. I never got a chance to play for Coach Bill Belichick. Thora sounds like a dinosaur. That could be the name of the crocodile. Yeah, it's, it's, it's this type of crocodile, a plethora. Uh, Coach Prime, we want you in the Cowboys Ring of Honor. Uh, is Coach Prime alive over there? Here's a question from Steven. Coach Prime, how do you feel about turning on Christmas lights November 1st? Mm. <laughs> mm. Don't dismiss the fact that we always recruit. He's always recruiting. So when my high school kids are out there on recruiting tips, set this kind of stuff off. That's what a big fella said. Hey, man. It's just different. Straight up different out here. Uh, Coach Prime, I got to be honest. I don't think you've answered a single one of my questions this entire hour with this straightforward answer. It's almost like you're just quoting at me. 
whenever you have to come to my house <laughs> and convince me to leave my home and play football, deep down in my heart, I really know they don't want to play football, but I really don't want to let you know that you let them down. Well, this has really been a historic hour for the bottom line, having Neon Dion himself, Coach Prime. Uh, I'd love to say we'll see you tomorrow, but I think Captain Sneederoo might be back in. Sure, we're in limos. You know, we're stars. What do you think about Captain Sneederoo, Coach Prime? How is the spot supposed to travel? <laughs> hey, uh, Coach, good luck with Oregon State this week. I'm, you look at me. Look at me. Win a fifth game. I need you to win a fifth game. You know, The Rock could be our president if he wants to. <laughs> he got 390 million followers. I mean, if he just got everyone to get $1 at the university, we'd have no problem with the NIL. It's the bottom line. <laughs> 0.7 the score. I'm coming. Our number two coming. I am now. coming. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is the bottom line. You've got us on 100.7 The Score. Plus size Jamie Lent. Normal size Jamie Lint. Jackson Roberts behind the glass taking care of us. I thought you were talking about me the first time. <laughs> no, that was whenever I, I apparently offended you when I guessed your weight on Friday. Yeah, that was uh, would have been that day. I didn't even mean to. Jackson, you want to guess Jamie's weight and height? He loves it when you do that. And age. And age. Uh, this is a trick question. It's a no-win question. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I would. if I had to guess, Jamie is 6'4", 260 pounds, pure muscle. <laughs> You're right on plus size, Jamie, yeah. so far. Not the pure muscle part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, we picked games on Friday. We've kind of turned Tuesday into reviews day. So uh, who will win? Who will go to the grave? Actually, there's not really anything <laughs> that serious on the line. It just felt it's, right for today. It's good. It's, uh, <laughs> I didn't know that the loser had to go to the grave. Two losers die. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I better hope not because I've done horrible and blind rejections. Let's get into it, shall we, gentlemen? All right, now there have been three games played in the World Series. We'll get into, uh, oh, it's like a new show, Thoughts with Jamie and Jamie. We'll uh, get into that a little later on. Uh, but whenever we pick these, we just pick two. Okay. We said the games at Globe Life, what would the Rangers' record be? Uh, you said they'd go one and one. You were correct. Brennan and I said two and oh, baby. We were not correct. You get the point, up uh, one to nothing. So, uh, so far, you're still a part of the living. Uh, we also went for those two games. Most hit by a Ranger over that two-game span. You said Marcus Simeon. He had one hit each in both games. So he had two, if you're doing math, following along at home. Uh, Corey Seager had one and none. Pretty big one in game one, but uh, does not Massive. give you extra points on the hit category. Uh, so my pick already lost. Uh, your winner point giver uh, given it anyways was Brennan he had Adolis Garcia who had three and none okay that three total still gets uh, the point so you guys both tied at one good for you hope you guys are happy then we went to the National Football League the Battle of New Jersey Jets at Giants oh come on it should be called that it's in New Jersey no I agree <laughs> no I just like was thinking back to oh the actual game my, my pick yeah, and the game itself that was pretty ugly as well. Because the game had 42 punts in it. It was terrible. We all know Zach Wilson was on, uh, you know, backup quarterback for Aaron Rodgers, so the Jets were down to him. He hasn't just been awesome. Um, but the Jets have been getting wins. And then the Giants were down to third stringer Tommy DeVito by the end of the game. Had Tyrod Taylor at the start. I think Syracuse's own Tommy DeVito. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, Giants lost this game 13 to 10. Barn burner. Brennan and I said the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. We get we get the point. Um, so now it's two to one with Jamie and I tied. Brennan running away with it here early. We we then went Rams at Cowboys. A great day for Dallas. Beating the Rams 43 to 20. We all went Rams. We all get a point. Uh, we went to the Big 12 next. I really should get a point taken away from me here, but we all went Oklahoma as Oklahoma went to Lawrence. None of us get a point because Kansas with the shakeup upset beating the Sooners 38 to 33. So the points are still at a standstill. We picked the next two with the spread, and these ones hurt me. I'm going to tell you that. BYU is at Texas. We set the line at 20 and a half because it was at 20. Don't want to push there. You and Brennan, Jamie, said Texas. I said BYU would get in with 20 and a half points. 35 to 6. Two field goal day for the Cougars. Nice. That's 4 3 to 2. Brennan out in front. Uh, we then went Houston at Kansas State. Kansas State was a 17 and a half point favorite. I didn't feel real confident with the BYU one, but I felt pretty confident that Houston would lose and cover the spread. They didn't score a single point. 41 to nothing. You guys called it all the way. I mean, just, just a train wreck. Houston against the Cats. We're playing outstanding football. So now it's 5-4-2. I'm definitely being left behind. We then went West Virginia at UCF straight up. Mountaineers won 41-28. Jamie, bet on the Knights. I picked the Knights, man. You bet on the Knights. Stop doing that. I think I'm going to give up on them. Well, except maybe this week because they play Cincinnati. So, I mean, pick your poison there, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Brendan and I said West Virginia. It's now 6-4-3 to three as Brendan and I get a point. I'm still there on the bottom. I would at least tie you here. We went Iowa State at Baylor. I said the Cyclones. You and Brendan said go Bears go. Sick them. I don't think I said that. You said sick them. Pretty sure I didn't. <laughs> Iowa State won 30-18. We can go back to the tape later. Uh, Jamie and I with four points. Brendan with six. Brendan had a really good week. Uh, last but not least, Cincinnati was at Oklahoma State. We all said pokes. Oklahoma State just destroyed them in the second half. I didn't realize this was 10-7 to 7 at the half because I wasn't really tuned into this game very much. I was not either. Uh, and Oklahoma State wins at 45-13. to 13. So Jamie and I on the week, we go 5-5. Five and five. We are your losers. I'm sure Brennan is listening because he thinks he won and he would be correct. He went seven and three, his fifth win of the year. I'm sick of this Brennan character. Yeah, really. We, we, Jackson got the win. That's what it is mm-hmm. because he's sitting over there. <laughs> Congrats! You win. You win. You did it. I didn't do anything. No, um, it's in my pocket. You did everything. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that moves the standings to Brennan. Uh, back in second place now. I just got to second place and I fall back behind. Mm. Brennan at 41 and 49 for the year. I'm 40 and 50 in third place. You're still in the lead. 48 and 42 overall. Okay. Yeah, you're also the only one with a positive total record. <laughs> Very average. Blind projections. But yeah, there you go. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line from Tyler waiting for Jamie to steal Clint's Mountain Dew. It's actually uh, it's empty. It's empty. Where'd you get an empty Mountain Dew can? It started full. That's the first Mountain Dew I've had in a long time. How you feel? Kind of jittery. Really? Well, Did you like know. it? That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm probably gonna do a second one. Good. Yeah. Good. And a third. And mm-hmm. a third. Yeah, I got the little cans. Well, Macy really likes Mountain Dew, but we don't get it a ton. Mm-hmm. And so I got that a little, the little six pack minis for the costume, and she broke into it immediately, and I was like, well, at least save one for the effect. Sure, sure. She was nice and saved me five. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, this, or I need fake Jamie to stare into real Jamie's eyes, crack open the dew and chug it. No staring into eyes here. It's like looking in a mirror. What if we did that and just... Mm. We wouldn't do that. We wouldn't do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> How about this on the chat line in Clint voice? Jamie, 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 Jamie. Little pickleball, whack it with a racket. <laughs> Don't haunt you. 
<laughs> you have taught me, in all seriousness, in 10 minutes of having a thing of tennis balls around you, mm-hmm. have taught me two, and you started to teach me a third thing, or at least you just told me where I was wrong. Mm-hmm. We haven't even got to that segment yet. That's mm-hmm. like in an hour. Yeah, you're a you're a football, basketball, baseball guy, and so you're right. you're not used to the balls dying on Pitch you. It you know. Oh, that yeah. I thought you meant grip. Yeah, tennis balls die. I had no idea. You can only use them for so long. You hit them enough and kind of lose their life. Do they like float around and haunt you? No, not yeah. really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I keep them all boxed up. That's something else I learned. <laughs> That's this incredible. Might be, this How might the, be a dumb question, but what is a tennis ball actually like made out of? I don't know. Haxton sent me something last week, or no, it was early this week. So he saw it on Twitter where it was like the the manufacturing of one. There's obviously some rubber underneath, but I don't know what they got going on on the outside. Some sort of fuzz. <laughs> I think it's just rubber moss mm-hmm. and on the uh, little line, second type of rubber. Yeah, some, some sort of rubbery glue. Some Sharpie over the top to number the mm-hmm. tennis balls. I had no idea. Yeah, you had no idea they were numbered. Minor defective. They all say four on it, though. So, <laughs> And I have three, so... What a coincidence. That's exactly what you yell every time you hit a golf ball. <laughs> You're not saying it's a Don't, bad shot. You're just saying that's that's my ball, the one with a four on it. Correct. Yeah. But I also yell four in tennis for <laughs> the same reason. You're supposed to yell, ball help. Oh, oh I, I say that a lot. I say ball that. And, okay, so I have that one down. Ball help. <laughs> Oh, I love that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be yelling that a lot. Yeah, you don't usually say that in golf, though. Because you don't want them to pick it up and throw it to you. <laughs> Mulligan, ball help. I want to redrive. Over here. <laughs> Title is three. That's yeah, me. Ball help. It's the bottom line, 100.7 on the score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Ah, that's better. Give myself a dooski here, you know, for a side. Oh, yeah. I'll just fall over, right? Mm-hmm. That's pungent. 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 That's good stuff. It's, it's, it's uh... It's got to be the most sugary pop out there, right? I think it's one of them. One yeah, of them? I think it's high on the yeah. list. High content? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, not like it's all that much worse than any of the uh, pop world, but, man, it is, uh, it's been a while. It really is. It's, 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 uh, one that's taken me back. I used to do the alternate Mountain Dews a lot. Yeah, I don't do that. Don't do that. You don't do those Dews? I don't do those news. Yeah. Like the uh like the code red, I was real big on that growing up. And then mm-hmm. they had the uh live wire. There we go. That's what I was trying to think okay. of. I really liked the live there's wire. Purple and blue. Oh yeah, there's everything now. A lot of people like the blue. No, I haven't had the uh mm-hmm. the blue one. There was a pitch black for a while. It was okay. One of my favorite. Okay. The, the best one was when they were doing uh Mountain Dew game fuel. I assume you had plenty of those. <laughs> no, so those were like the energy drink. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, they do have the Mountain Dew energy drink, which I think is just like, a hilarious concept. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, Game Fuel was hearts explode. <laughs> three sips in. What we've done is we've taken one thousand Mountain Dews and condensed them into one drink. Here you go. Mm. Um, yeah, ba- Baja Blast. Oh, that's that, the blue one. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. That one I only get with, and you can get it outside of Taco Bell now, but I only get it with TB, with the bell. Okay. Yeah, nice little treat. So mm-hmm. there you go. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Game Fuel was like, I don't really remember if they ever described what the actual flavors were, but it was citrusy. Mm-hmm. And whenever they would come out with that, whenever like a new Call of Duty or something would come out in high school, mm-hmm. oh man, just like by the palate. Do you think there's another radio station in the world that talks as much Mountain Dew or Mountain Dew gets a mention 
as much as these two radio stations here in Lubbock, Texas. It's called owning something, Jamie. <laughs> I gotta believe there's not <laughs> many. No, that's gotta uh, be. It's called ownership mm -hmm. and having it locked down. You would think I would get a good NIL deal with them or something. You, you really should. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who do we talk to? It's oh, a Pepsi product, right? Yeah. Mr. Dew. Mr. Dew? Yeah. Jonathan Dew the third. Not Chris Dew. Different Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Different kind of Dew. Different spelling, too. So there yeah. you go. Um, let's jump into a question of the day, shall we? Time now for Jamie's question of the day. Okay, so uh, if you guys have not heard the Dabo Sweeney rant, mm. I hate, I'm sorry, because maybe that, that doesn't make this question as good. But I'm going to ask you this question in honor of Dabo Sweeney going off on a fan slash caller last night to his radio show. Right. What's your favorite all-time rant in sports? Oh, man. I This is such a cliche one, but I don't care because I, I love it so much. The Mike Gunny, Gundy, I'm a man, mm -hmm. I'm 40. That is that is peak rant. It's also like peak Mike Gundy. So it's, it, it's perfectly meshed together. Um because there's been a lot of great rants in sports, but that's the one that like every single time it's its anniversary, I make sure to play it. We did it this year again. Um on a strong run of doing that. It just it it makes me happy. Also like like cuz of, of all the rants, has there been one that sold as many t-shirts as Oklahoma State did with I'm a man, I'm 40? Probably not. Probably not. The yeah. only one, only thing for me about that one is it's a an extremely disappointing day for the Red Raiders, where you just let one get away that you should not have. And speaking of rants, so, that's didn't that cover up uh, a pretty good Leach rant uh, to his team? Maybe it was after the. Maybe it was in the post game. Well, he just left his defensive coordinator in Stillwater. <laughs> like <laughs> fired, that... fired him, and he didn't get back on the plane. The Gundy stuff kind of maybe not completely covered that up, but yeah. certainly Harold dropped dampened what, it just a little me, bit. Crabtree dropped what should have been a touchdown in the end zone at one point, and yeah, just a frustrating day. Hated mm -hmm. losing to those guys. Um, that one, and then I mean, it's not really a rant, more of just a quick moment of anger but the Kirk Cousins you like that I still think it's funny <laughs> that's a, yeah, I, I call like, that as a rant that's a good one we're speaking of which I feel yeah. terrible for him like yeah, dude, oh, I man that's too. rough yeah alright Jackson what do you got for us so you said in college sports no any sport any sport um, <clears throat> so I've I have two that come to mind number one even though it was against a player that I absolutely love I like when Richard Sherman comes off the field and the sideline report, I think it was Aaron Andrews. Mm -hmm. That whole rant, I'm not going to repeat it. But mm -hmm. um, and then the, did that make an enemy of the Texas Tech fan base since he was going after Crabtree? A little, but I can like both. I, I, I always don't think there's no. I always wrong. disliked Richard Sherman to begin with. So yeah. I mean, it just well, I don't necessarily like Richard Sherman that much. Yeah, no. But the yeah, rant was, was just hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um. And then in college sports, the I, I don't know if y'all have ever seen the rant, and it wasn't even a rant to like the press, but when Augie is going off on his team in the in the locker room after a baseball game, and he's just chewing out all the UT players. <laughs> yes, I have. That's seen that. one of my favorites. Yes, I have seen that. That is that's pretty vicious. Yeah. Okay. So mine are a little bit more, I think, common. Number one for me is Allen Iverson's practice. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That Classic. that one is just so hilarious. I mean, how many times can you say practice? <laughs> Talking okay. about practice. Yes. Number, Talking about practice? Number two on my list is Bob Knight's game face one. You know, where the reporter asks him something about, you know, did your team not have their game face on or whatever. It's like, what's a game face? And he starts to... <laughs> he starts to... That one I think is hilarious. 
<laughs> and then again, another good one for me is maybe one that sold a lot of T-shirts. Jim Morris playoffs. Oh yeah, I'm sure that one did too. Yeah, yeah. Playoffs. Playoffs. Play. And the yeah. moral voice with it. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. That's a great. One. Do you remember? Was it two years ago? And maybe this wasn't all the way rant territory, but it certainly made me laugh when Texas A&M was getting left out of the tournament. Um, and Buzz Williams was handing out stats and like sheets of quad one wins to reporters and was basically like, what do they want? How are we not qualified? It was like, you are, you went through the entire, like this was such a work because you printed the, you printed handouts for an immediate meeting. And I just thought that was like the commitment to anger and saltiness. Mm -hmm. And also that it was Texas A&M on top of it. I thought was hysterical. Mm -hmm. Like you went through all, well, probably not you, you know, Buzz's errand boy, whoever that was, had to go through all this work to print out all of these quad one wins and net rankings and schedules and stuff like that. How are we not in? Explain mm -hmm. it to me. And like they were going to be like, well, coach, actually, I'm glad you asked us, the uh, Texas A&M reporters, because we have the answer for you. Sure, sure. And I know it was because that's going to go out to the NCAA, but still, it's like mm -hmm. I, I couldn't imagine. Uh, like if that, as you were missing the tournament last year, and we were sitting in on it. I don't know how I would react. I'd be like, well, I'm not going to ask a single question because it's pointless. We'll just make sure the recorder's on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I thought uh, Davos was pretty good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> guy just... He's, I'm, I'm not, just a, huge, local I'm not fan. a huge Dabo fan, but the guy was criticizing him for... They're being them being four and four, and he's making eleven million dollars, and you know, asking him how he can live with himself or what. I can't remember exactly what the wording was, but you know, I think his point about hey, we've won ten games in a row, all these draft picks that we've for had twelve straight years, yeah. we've won two national championships. My time here, you know, yeah, it's pretty valid. You know, feels like, and he's as he said, you know, we're having a down year. There's no question, but. You know, everybody has a bad year, whatever. I will say though, I don't know if it's just a bad year. No. I think I think they're Here, here's here's one thing that I like about Dabo. Okay. Yeah. The reason that they're starting to slip back because mm -hmm. he doesn't do the transfer thing. He doesn't it, do transfer portals. And it seems like he's out on NIL for the most part yep. too. Yep. I I credit him for sticking to his guns. He's it's probably gonna cost him from being sure. you know, at the top, but you know what? He's 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 not in love with the way college sports is turning out, and uh, I'm right there with him. So I credit him for sticking to his guns. It's going to cost him, though. There's no question. Yeah, it's the bottom line. 100.7 the score. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.